That's right, know-it-alls. The countdown is on because today I'm going to debunk some harmful stereotypes about chess. Namely, that chess is for nerds. Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Which I think is supposed to be an insult, except most nerds that I know are very cool people. There's no nerds and no cool kids. We're all adults. Another stereotype is that chess is boring. I think that's because it's hard to understand at first. It looks like nothing's happening. But once you know the rules, chess is fascinating, riveting. It'll have you on the edge of your seat like an action movie. So put a leather jacket on those chess pieces, know-it-alls, because I'm about to prove that chess is a whole lot cooler than you may think. Hi, my name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube. But you're about to know me from this podcast. Know-it-all. 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 And each episode, I'm going to help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. So you might be wondering what inspired me to hop on the mic and start yelling, give chess a chance. Give chess a chance. One more time. Give chess a chance. Well, I just saw The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. It's a new miniseries about a fictional chess prodigy named Beth Harmon who grows up in an orphanage and then struggles with addiction alongside her quest to become the greatest chess player in the world. The lead actress is awesome. I cannot emphasize this enough. So I was super excited at the opportunity to ask her a few questions since she basically went to chess boot camp on the set of The Queen's Gambit. Here, I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Anya Taylor-Joy, and I had the pleasure of playing Beth Harmon in The Queen's Gambit. First off, I wanted to get her take on the game after being immersed in it while filming. How would I describe chess? Well, it is thrilling, intense, and it's psychological warfare. It really is. See what I mean? If that's nerdy, sign me up because she just described the most badass board game on the planet. So let's start with the basics. How do you play this game of psychological warfare? There are 64 squares on an 8x8 chessboard. It looks almost identical to a checkerboard, but the rules of chess are way more complicated. The rows are called ranks and they're numbered, and the columns are called files and they're lettered. So each square is assigned a set of coordinates. Each player has the following chess pieces. Two rooks, two knights, two bishops, one queen, one king, and eight pawns. There are different rules for how each piece can move around the board. The objective of chess is to checkmate the opponent's king by placing it under an inescapable threat of capture. So the king is obviously an important game piece. If you lose him, you lose the game. But the queen is actually the most powerful piece on the board because she's able to move any number of spaces vertically, horizontally, or diagonally. Yes, queen! Yes, queen! And the title of the miniseries, The Queen's Gambit, comes from a name of a popular chess opening, which is a term for the initial moves of a game. According to the chess website, if you enjoy putting constant pressure on your opponent, then The Queen's Gambit is a perfect opening for you. As you can see, chess is a complicated game, so I wanted to know if Anya had any experience before she stepped into the shoes of her character. I did not know how to play chess prior to starting this. I'd always been aware of it and fascinated by it, but I didn't really have like my in. And I feel so grateful now that the people that introduced me to this, you know, secret magical world are people that are revered as chess gods. You know, it's like my sensei, Bruce Pandolfini, he's a marvelous man and a wonderful human being, but also his love of the game was just so infectious. And yeah, I definitely got into it. I'm a much better player now. So... Thank you, Netflix. 
Like she said, Bruce Pandolfini isn't some random consultant. Bruce Pandolfini is a master of the game and the author of several books about chess. So Anya got to learn from the best in the business. Literally, he's considered America's most experienced chess teacher. Bruce has a great story himself. He became interested in chess around age 14 when he came across the chess section at a public library. He checked out all 30-something books in the section and then skipped school for a month to study the books. I would say don't do that, but it worked out pretty well for him. Bruce went on to become a chess master in his late teens. He's portrayed by Ben Kingsley in a movie, and he's written over 30 books about chess. He actually sounds a bit like Beth. There's no player in the world as gifted as you are. There is one player that scares me. Who? The Russian. Of course, we have to talk about Russia if we're going to talk about chess. The game is incredibly popular in the former Soviet Union. According to Slate, the infamous Russian Tsar Ivan the Terrible is thought to have died while playing a match in 1584. When the Bolsheviks took power in 1917, it became a national pastime. After the revolution, the Soviets began to subsidize the game through chess schools and tournaments as a method for international dominance. But Americans have been chess champions too. And what has the power to divide us also has the power to bring us together. As Beth says in the series, Chess isn't always competitive. Chess can also be beautiful. Chess can also be hard, and the chess sequences in The Queen's Gambit are really fast and believable. The actors definitely look like they know what they're doing, so I wanted to hear what it was like to prepare for the role. It was very important for me to understand the theory of chess because people who love chess, they really love chess. And I had to have respect for that. So, yeah, I didn't feel like I could in any good conscience sort of like waltz onto set and be like, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, learning the theory was very important to me now. Understanding the theory and then being able to execute it all the way through to the end are two very different things. So the way that we you know, got around the sheer number of plays that I had to learn was I would learn the sequences five minutes prior to playing them because I have a good short-term memory and then I could just sort of bite it off in chunks in that way. And I do have to say that, I mean, my favorite part of filming was achieving those complicated sequences, especially in like the speed chess moments where I'm playing on three different boards. That felt so good. I still think about it. I'm still like, oh, I'll I'll keep that one. (laughs) Hold the phone. Speed chess? It's hard enough to play chess at regular speed. I can't imagine playing fast on multiple boards at once. And there's also blindfolded chess. This is an extra challenge that some pro chess players enjoy taking on. Some even simultaneously play multiple games while blindfolded. Um, that's pretty cool if you ask me. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you Exhibit A and B in my case for how cool chess is. Anya, do you have any evidence? The coolest stuff I learned about chess. I guess how dramatic it is. Like, it was such a wonderful conduit for the emotions that the characters were feeling in the scene. Like, it felt really good to be able to, I don't know, like, put a full stop on a thought just by, like, placing a piece. And then just because... I'm a word nerd, like the amount of words and phrases that were included in my vocabulary now that had never been there before. That was really fun. Even though some of the like chess names at five o'clock in the morning, it's like, it's tricky to wrap your tongue around Begoliabov and Grunfeld and that kind of stuff. But no, it was, it was awesome. 
Word alert. Know-it-alls, you know what that means. I just got a word alert. The Grunfeld tongue twister she's referring to is called the Grunfeld Defense. It's another popular chess opening, much like the Queen's Gambit, but based in a different strategy. So if you're still not a member of the Chess is Cool Club, I don't know what you're waiting for, but I'll leave you with seven super interesting facts I learned about chess while researching this episode. Here is my closing argument. The number of different play combos for the first four moves alone is about 319 billion. That's enough to ensure you'll never get bored. Chess is frequently cited by clinical psychologists as a way to improve memory function. Thus, chess has been recommended in the fight against Alzheimer's and has been shown to improve children's grades. Chess began in 6th century India, where it was originally called Game of Kings, since it was a common pastime of royalty and nobles. Traditional chess pieces don't look like actual soldiers, bishops, and kings. That's because before the game reached Europe, it passed through the Middle East, where Islam forbids making statues of animals or people. That's why the pieces are vague-looking. The oldest recorded chess game in history took place in the 900s between a historian from Baghdad and a student. Chess was the first game played in space, and it comes with no surprise that the players were cosmonauts on a Soviet mission. Initially, the queen could only move one square at a time, diagonally, and it wasn't until the powerful Queen Isabella, who ruled during the Reconquista, that the queen became the strongest piece on the board. Checkmate. That means the game's over, my checkered friends. I want to thank Anya for graciously answering my questions and helping make room for chess at the cool kids' table. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at OnlyJS or Twitter at NotJS and let me know. Are you a chess newbie or do you love it like me? And what's your favorite thing you learned in this episode? And if you like this episode, remember to smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy. And when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know It All will be about? I'll give you a hint. What sits at the top of the royal succession? Join me again in two weeks for another episode of Know It All. Know It All.